0: Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast, the number one Blue Jackets podcast in the world, or so they say. Here are your hosts, Jordan, Kyle, Warren, and Tyler. Who wrote this, by the way? What's going on, little boomers? Welcome into the podcast, episode 227. I think it's 227. In terms fact check I'm me. I'm telling you, it's absolutely... We had this same debate
1: last week. You're one episode ahead. It's 227.
0: Well, last, uh, last podcast, I was like 36 episodes ahead. I yeah. said like 248.
1: Yeah. And you were also about 36 drinks in, so I'll That's give you that That's also
0: valid, so that the math does check out there. I'll excuse you on that one. If you're uh, counting at home, that is correct. But uh, yeah, 227. Welcome into the podcast. It is Thanksgiving week. And... Uh, You know, instead of going to the bars on the busiest Thanksgiving or the busiest uh, um, pre-day holiday getting hammered day. Did that make sense? Yeah, I think they'll get the gist. They'll get the gist. You know, we decided to bring you a podcast. We decided to sit by ourselves all lonely and not go out and party on one of the most partiest of holidays.
1: I wouldn't say it's the partiest of holidays. I think it's... I think it's the aspect of the holiday that makes people drink. I mean, we're still drinking. We're just we're not, still drinking. We're yeah. just not out and about.
0: Well, I mean, it's. I'm mean, I i think I'm pretty sure it's, like, on record. Like, I don't know where you find it.
1: We could definitely look it up, but that's a lot like, of work.
0: This is, like, the, the, the busiest holiday, pre-day for a holiday where you just go party and drink. Yeah, okay. So, I don't yeah. know. But, I mean, we could be at Nationwide Arena right now, we too. We could but be at this wide. We're not. Instead, the artillery is bringing you content. Um, that's Braden's voice, by the way, so in, Yeah, intern is, Braden. I'm glad I actually have a real name this time. Not Bryson, Brian. It's because the other guys aren't here. They, <laughs> they're not here to make fun of you. They're not here. Yeah. Uh, Kyle's at the game. Uh, Warren is away for Thanksgiving and Tyler is doing, uh, things with his girlfriend before Thanksgiving. So you're stuck with me, Jordan, and our un- a wonderful intern, Braden. Um, yep. but don't call him that to his head. Or to his face. There you go. To Either face. one. We'll get it. We'll get it. This is my first drink. I'm already like, you know, stumbling over words. You have been drinking in a couple of days. Your tolerance <laughs> has probably gone down. It's gone down a little bit. But uh, anyways, welcome to the podcast. Uh, so me and Braden, uh, we, we went to uh, a game the other day. Uh, <clears throat> which game was it? It was a Detroit game the on Saturday. Detroit Red Wings games. Thanks thanks to the Blue Jackets for, you know, having us out. And um, I stayed there the whole time. Nope. Had nope, a, had a great time the whole lie, game. Don't lie to the listeners. Uh, did not Irish goodbye?
1: Nope. Here, here's the thing. I, <laughs> I've i been friends with Jordan about a year and a half, two years now. Has and it only it, been that long? It's only been that. I haven't been. I, we haven't known each other too long. I mean, it's a decent amount of time. Yeah. But I always hear about the Jordan Irish goodbye. I even know about the where is JordDeck Twitter account. Yeah, Shout out to them. They
0: liked my tweet the
1: other day. So. Still have
0: no idea who runs it.
1: But. I've never been hit with a Jordan Irish goodbye and I got hit with it on Saturday. Yeah, you did. It, and it was <laughs> Yeah, and I mean it it hurt a little bit, I'll be honest.
0: I'm sorry. I and didn't it, mean to.
1: He just he just left the seat. And I was like, "Oh, he's probably going to get another beer." And I noticed he had That's another thing I had an issue with. He left half a beer at the seat and then well, never came back for it.
0: It was kind of more of like, a, "I'm sorry that I left you. Here's this beer for you."
1: That would have been nice to know. Like it would have <laughs> been like, "Hey, did you see that beer I left you?" <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, that was my bad. I mean I mean I just, it wasn't worth saying. I'm telling no, I was about to say that. Like, I mean, the Blue Jackets didn't even show up, so the fact that I showed up and left a little early. Hey, but you, you know. know who did show up? Who? Emil Bemstrom. Emil Bemstrom. Yeah, kinda. But yeah, he was the, okay. He was the one player that had a goal in a six-one loss. Yeah, he cool. showed up. Cool, he showed up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you didn't miss much. I'm telling you.
0: Oh, I know I didn't. Yeah, it, it, it I was there for the first two periods. You realize there's three periods in hockey, right? Yeah, I understand that. I understand it. All, All right. right. But yeah, as long as you know, I know. Uh, all right. Let's let's talk some hockey, I guess. Um, so uh, since our last podcast, episode 226. Yes. Yes. Getting it right. Once I hit the 200s, I, it's all the same to me at this point. I, I have no idea F- the count. But uh, uh, since our last podcast, the Blue Jackets have had three games um, soon to be four because we're watching the Montreal game right now. It's also a throwback night. So we'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, but the Blue Jackets played Montreal last week. They won six to four. We had goals from old uh, Sildinger, Nyquist, Jenner, Corrali, Olivier, and also Corrali ended it, solidified that six four win with an empty netter. Um, and uh, all in all, solid performance from the Columbus Blue Jackets. Olivier got had a goal in a fight. Almost had the old Gordy Howe, the old the old uh, goal fight assist, but uh, fell short with the assist there. But. Uh, uh, Speaking of Olivier, I'm I'm kind of getting more impressed with him day by day. I think uh, he's kind of coming into his own as a Columbus Blue Jacket. Yeah,
1: I think he's definitely making a bigger impact now that so that we are so riddled with injuries. I think you need guys to step up that you wouldn't expect to step up. I mean, yeah, I, I think,
0: think I think there's that side it, of it. Yeah, and I sure. think yeah, I think he's also
1: bringing kind of that energy that Blankenberg was bringing in the couple games he played before he got hurt twice. Yeah, uh, he's he's not scared of a fight. I wouldn't necessarily call him an enforcer yet, but he's definitely not scared to drop the gloves and kind of go at it. Like what? Uh, what game was it? We missed the first three goals by the Jackets.
0: Uh, yeah, I forget. Oh, uh, was playing. that the
1: fly? Oh, it was Flyer.
0: It was Flyer, the Flyers. Yeah, Flyers game, yeah, yeah, I
1: think it was Olivier had a fight yep. on the game on the puck drop.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's, Olivier's been around for a little bit. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't say he's, like, a bona fide enforcer, but he's a player that has enforcer tendencies. Yeah, like, he, uh, he's
1: not scared, he's oh, not yeah. scared of it.
0: He'll drop the gloves, oh, yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, with a lot of the young guys out right now, uh, you do need some players that have kind of been around a little longer than 15 games, like most of our guys, Yeah. or, like, it may be a season. And Olivier does have that, so it's good to see a guy like Kim kind of step in and, uh, and, you know, bring some, you know, sometimes when there's not life in a game, you have a, a guy like Olivier go out there, drop the gloves immediately, breathe life into the, yeah. in the into the team. Absolutely. And I think that's kind of what he's uh, doing lately. So that was kind of my biggest takeaway from the Montreal game. Um, I just like seeing that from him. Yeah. Um, but anyways. I think
1: I think another thing to talk about in the Montreal game, it's not necessarily on the show flow, but I think we're noticing uh, some of the young guys or the guys that have been quiet early on. I don't know if this is anywhere – Else in the show and I'm skipping over a bunch of You're good.
0: You can just talk,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, Corrali stepping up, Sillinger's starting to kind of find his foot in a little bit. I don't want to jinx yeah. him or anything, but I mean, he's sneakily kind of
0: making an impact, yeah. Yeah, no, Sillinger's definitely getting on the score sheet there. He's gotten the score sheet here a couple times here in these uh, last few games for the Jackets, um, but yeah, moving on to Detroit 6 1 loss. According to Braden Bemstrom showed up. Okay, Bemstrom cool. showed up. I'm telling you, <laughs> I know up. you're
1: not a big fan oh, of him based off of how he played last year.
0: I yeah. So I I but he, the, you can't deny he had. I'm not denying he has come out of Cleveland. He was at a hot streak in Cleveland this year. Yes, and I'm very happy for Bemstrom and and you know he definitely is filling a vacancy right now with all these injuries, and he has stepped in and he's done a good job. Thank you. I just need to see a bigger sample size because I've already seen a huge sample size for the past two years and have yet to be impressed from him. So if he wants to come out and continue what he's doing, great. But I just don't want him to fall flat. And I kind of think we're seeing him kind of simmer off a little bit from when he came from Cleveland to Columbus. So I just don't want to get overhyped for Bemstrom again because we've already been hyped, or or you know management's tried to make us hyped. About a guy like Bimstrom, and he just has not panned out. I hope, I hope that I hope he does. I wish the best for him, a part of this team. But again, small sample size this year. Let me see what he can do for the whole season if he's up here.
1: I'll give you that. But I mean, I think it's a statement when he's
0: consistently
1: in that first line or that second line.
0: Yeah, he's been ba- back and forth. They, they initially started him on the first line. You know, and I think he's just kind of hot back and forth. He's hopping back lines. and forth. But I mean, a also bit.
1: you gotta you gotta think, dude was on a hot streak in Cleveland. I mean that's. It's not the NHL. It's a little bit of a step down.
0: I would say that's Ta- Talent-wise, <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> bit of a step down. Would <laughs> a little you do? bit, slightly. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah,
1: so I mean, he's playing against a different skill level in Cleveland. Yeah. And then he comes up to the NHL. I mean, I'm not being dumb. If you're used to playing against guys that you can kind of have, like, against teams that you can kind of have your way with as a player. Yeah, for sure. And then you come up to the NHL. Especially, I'm like, that's going to be a jump. But I mean, I yeah. get maybe he's simmering down or he's cooling off, but I mean... The first couple games, he was hot. Yeah. I mean, and
0: he's all—he's also, also in years past was used to the NHL style play. So, mm-hmm. him starting in Cleveland, he's definitely going to have a little uptick compared to some of the guys around yeah. him. So, yeah, I see what you're saying there, yeah. and he's kind of come back to reality here in Columbus. But again, I do think he is—he is—he has performed better than he has in the past couple years. He was with the Jackets, so hopefully that continues. But he's definitely simmered. Um, but yeah, so the Jackets again—they lose that game six-one. Um, you were kind of talking about it before the podcast. What was your kind of your biggest takeaway from the old Red Wings game, um, and just how not good it was? It yeah, it was
1: very very ugly. I mean, but I think my biggest takeaway was because you know I sat there all three periods. You um, did, you did, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> it I I mean I get the Red Wings aren't necessarily the oldest the oldest team in the league or an older team in the league. They got some veterans, but I think you're seeing this a little bit, especially with injuries. We're inconsistent because of how young we are. Yeah, like I mean, we were already young coming into the year, and we've called all these guys up from Cleveland and youngest all. Youngest
0: team in the league for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, me. I, I mean, even now, I wouldn't. We're one of the youngest. But we're also one of the most inexperienced with how many Cleveland monsters we have on our roster playing for us consistently. Yeah, I mean that. That's just the biggest thing. I mean, inexperience is always going to get exposed. Talent can only take you so far, and I think we've seen how talented they are in these in this six seven game stretch where they're finally kind of
0: getting some traction but i mean yeah.
1: the inexperience is definitely showing as oh yeah it'll
0: definitely show i mean the red wings are definitely a team that's still building um, and they definitely have a, a good crop of young talent but there's also a good amount of experienced veterans that are, that are still on that team or have been recently acquired so um yeah our, our weaknesses were definitely exposed there and at this point i mean it's kind of what do you what do you expect i mean the blue jackets are so injury riddled right now like you can't expect them to go toe-to-toe with you know, some of these teams every single night so if it was the team that you know, if we still had all of our guys completely healthy and it you know, it was the opening day roster, opening night roster, then yeah, I'd probably yell and be pissed off right now, but like right now can I really be that mad? No. Like I, I can expect the team to play 110% and figure things out, but you know, it's, it's just to a point now where hell, I'm to the point now where you, you really can't even fire a guy like Brad Larson. I mean and we are kind of seeing a little bit of a shift, a little bit of a turn. We're now, what, 7, 10, and 1, I think. So we're, kind of, uh, we're, slowly, yeah. we're slowly climbing uh, to 500. Maybe we'll get to 500 at some point. Um, but with all the injuries, and uh, you can't even really fall to Brad Larson right now. No. But, uh, but I mean, He I, was definitely on the hot seat very much earlier in the season with the talent we had, but then mm. everybody got hurt. I think where he gets in trouble again is when all of these injuries
1: come back. Yeah. And I think these young guys are definitely I don't think they'll necessarily make it hard for when certain guys come back. But I think they've definitely I mean in in the in the last six games we're four, one and one as compared to Yeah. Our first we won more in the last six games than we did in our first twelve games. That's yeah. We were three and nine through twelve games and now we're four, one and one with an injury riddled Jackets team that was supposed to be a lot better with some of the Moves we made in the offseason, but now I mean with a bunch of guys hurt you got young guys stepping up I mean, I think it
0: the young guys are
1: stepping up. I think it begs the question What, what role do they play when some of these guys come back?
0: Yeah Yeah, I mean and there's gonna be some guys obviously sent back to Cleveland that's going to happen mm-hmm. uh, But you know if there's going to be some of these guys that are Going to be tr- that are going to try to prove that they belong it, There could be some tough calls for Brad Larson once the team does get healthy. So you're yeah, definitely right right there um, all right, so moving on to the Florida game. The Jackets won that one 5-3. to three. Uh, Bobrovsky back in the barn, back in the Schwedo, back in the Schwide, And uh, we got goals from Olchenikov, who I think is having a great start to the season. He's getting quite a bit of ice time, which I do love to see. As soon as his, his, his stick makes contact with that puck, you know he's going to try to attempt something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like that out of Chenikov. Johnson becoming way more confident in his game. He he had a goal for that uh, Florida game. Corrali on a hot streak right now. He has four goals in just as many games. Johnny Gaudreau, Boone Jenner, um, no surprise there with those guys scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of that Florida game, kind of something that I wanted to take away from it, and also you know take away from the the last four or five games in this season. Gaudreau and Jenner. I know there's a lot of talk about how the Blue Jackets don't have a true number one center, and there's a lot of argument there, and I get it. Boone Jenner not being that bona fide number one guy, but are we seeing a chemistry develop between these two that could potentially work down the, for the long run? I think absolutely. I think I think they've kind of been forced with
1: an inconsistent third player on their line. Like they've had Bemstrom bounce back and forth. They had Linea for a first spurt, then he got hurt. Had him back, then he got hurt. I think
0: Knight, Nyquist has been up there floating with yeah, it. Yeah. So I Johnson mean Johnson had an opportunity. Yeah, John yeah. So but I mean like they've
1: been playing not they've been playing with an inconsistent third yeah. forward on their line. So I mean I think it's allowed them to kind of build some chemistry that I think maybe not to the extent of, but I think that people kind of expected from Goudreau and Linea when we Like people were kind of expecting this level of performance from those two. Yeah, for sure. And I think this um I think this pairing is definitely kind of heating up in a way that nobody really saw coming or expecting.
0: It's definitely, yeah. It we're seeing some signs that it could potentially work down the line. I mean, I I still would like to see a a true number one guy, number one center. And I'm again no disrespect to Boone Jenner. That's just not his game. That's not his style. He's not a skilled guy. He is a grinded-out type of player. And I just I just don't know if that works 100% in the long run for a guy like Johnny Goudreau. But having said that, these two lead the team in points right now. Goudreau has 18. Boone has 14. Um and they also they're up the they're at the top of the at the board in terms of goals as well. Yeah, Boone with uh,
1: eight, Goudreau with seven. Yeah, I think I have that flopped. Yeah, you do have it flopped right here. I was going to say. But
0: uh yeah, so I mean, especially of late, I mean, I feel like we're definitely seeing some chemistry that we did yeah. not see early on in the season with these two and now we're seeing a lot more chemistry, but you know, a lot more meshing with these guys. So yeah. I don't hate it right now. And oh, I, I, and I, it also, I love it. I'm a big fan. It's all we have. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you want to do my strategy and put up Cole Cylinder on that first line and see what he could do with the I do. I do. Pedro.
1: I'm still a little bit with you on that. I, I don't think he needs to be on the third line. I think he should be second or first line. And then if it if that doesn't work out. If it doesn't work, great. Move put on. him back. Move on. Yeah.
0: But I think it can work because I think, I think Cole, though he has kind of like that grindy – mentality of like a Boone Jenner I think he comes with more skill and more and he's
1: young that's a guy you can coach and kind of
0: so I'm just saying I would like to see it experiment 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 (laughs) yeah
1: but I mean would you say that in this in these past couple games that Jenner has been playing like a
0: number one center or do you still think uh I would say that he is not fully playing like a number one center okay Again, no disrespect to, towards Boone Jenner. I just think uh, Boone is playing his style of play, and it's working out with Johnny Goudreau right now. Like they're just they're yeah. somehow finding a chemistry. They're they're finding a healthy balance, and it's working for the most part. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think that that's the answer moving forward for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Right. But while there's so many injuries, and that's all we really have. It, to be at that center, if you're not going to put a Roslovic, if you're not going to put a Corrali, which you shouldn't put a Corrali, although Corrali is doing very well right now, um, and you're not going to put Sillinger up there, I mean, what, what are your other options? Yeah, I that's mean, true. But, yeah.
1: And also, bouncing off of that a little bit, uh, Rosovic mentioned him.
0: Yeah. Do you want to talk about the two healthy scratches? I mean, yeah. So, he had a, a couple healthy scratches, and then he was hurt, or then he was uh, out due to uh, sickness and yeah man I mean he's he's a guy that just hasn't really found it yet and he's you know we've seen what he can do I mean the past couple seasons we've had him he's put up decent numbers he always ends with you know I don't 15 20 goals and and I, I I like his play but uh he's one of those players where a message was sent from Larson hey man we're gonna healthy scratch you and that's kind of got a sting too because with all the with all the injuries on this and team, all the young and all the young guys that Larson's putting in the lineup to sit there and healthy scratch a Rozovic. I mean obviously Larson's was not seeing something he was seeing something he did not like and sent that message so hopefully Rozovic can come back and and they uh, come out a little stronger and and figure things out they they stuck him on the second line to start tonight's game in Montreal so uh not in Montreal but against against, against there you go. Montreal. So hopefully he can uh, kind of bounce out of the funk that he's in. But, uh, yeah, something Larson's not liking.
1: Yeah. I mean, you hit the nail right on the head. I can't really elaborate much more. That's a message.
0: I always do. I don't say always. I'm always good at hitting things. What do you mean by that? I don't know. Hitting hitting the bottle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're really good at that. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. But, yeah, I mean, that definitely sends a message to be healthy. A guy that's played pretty consistently in the past few seasons that we've had him. And then to be a healthy scratch when we're over, I think, 50% of our – or at least 50% of our players on the ice right now are from Cleveland. That's definitely a message being sent. But then to come back and be on the second line, maybe Larson's seeing something in practice this week. I don't know. I guess we'll – Yeah, I mean,
0: mean, Rossovic is a guy that you just – you know. I think – I mean, hell, like a couple years ago when we had Cam Atkinson, Tortorella – Torrell benched Cam Atkinson at one point. And that's a crazy concept to think about because Cam is a great player. So it's not necessarily that Rozovic is a bad player because he's not that. We know what Rozovic can do. Um, He's just, for whatever reason, the start of the season has not worked well with him. And with all the inconsistencies of, of all the players that are out and inconsistent line mates, it's, it's, it's inevitable. It's going to happen to somebody. Yeah. And it just happened to be a guy like Rosovic that just wasn't fitting something in, in the Brad Larson system. So yeah, a message was sent. It happens. Like I said, Cam Atkinson was a healthy scratch from Tortorella for a couple games, um, a handful of years ago. And then cam came back and it lit a fire under his ass and came out of exactly. way better player. So sometimes it has to be done. And, and yeah, I, Rosovic to me is a good player and he will, I, I know he'll figure it out and I would not be surprised if he goes on a little heater here at some point. Uh,
1: yeah. So I I think that's the reaction Larson wants, but yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, all right. So during that Florida game, again, a five, three win for the jackets for Brodsky in net. And you know, he's not been a part of this team for, for mm-hmm. a handful of years yeah, a number now, of So, years. and, uh, you know, I feel like a lot of us have obviously moved on and, uh, but one thing that I came across during that game, and it kind of made its rounds on Twitter, was a video of some fans at Nationwide Arena, uh, uh, quite a quite a bit of fans, chanting "Bob, you suck." And yeah, I mean, did did he lose the game? Yes. Did we win the game? Yes. But what's the point of of all the Bob hate? Because listen, here's Bob left. We let Bob walk. Mm. We did not choose to sign Bobrovsky. I don't even think an offer was on the table because we knew Bob wasn't coming back because he was going to demand too much. And we were not willing to pay what the market was wanting for Bob for Bobrovsky. Yeah. Florida was willing to pay that. Florida was willing to give Bobrovsky over $10 million to be their goaltender. Columbus was not willing to sign that type of deal for Sergei Bobrovsky and I and I get it and I'm yeah, gl- and I'm glad can't fault we, the jackets and I'm glad we didn't do it and we're all there's a handful of fans that I just don't think understand what exactly happened and now they're chanting Bob you suck I don't think that's warranted no that's that not warranted. it's
1: not fair and I mean may not have ended on the note he wanted in Columbus yeah. walked out but I mean to me that's just dumb sports fans that's people that go to a game. Because they're like, oh, there's a pro team in, in Columbus. I should probably go to the game. Yeah, And
0: like, all they know is what from, like, 97.1 tells them yeah. to, talk, to think and, and do. And and I'm not going to tell you how to be a fan. You, whatever. You be a fan. You do what you want to do. I, w- I was an advocate of... Building the team <laughs> earlier this season, I think uh, there's a time and a place. Yeah, when you know we we can't even clear the neutral zone on our own power play, so yeah, I gotta we get a little frustrated. But yeah. the whole Bobrovsky thing and the fact the fans are chanting "Bob, you suck" I, to me doesn't make any sense. Now, if it's a guy like Jeff Carter coming back into the building, or or a guy like Artemi Panarin who we offered far and away more money to stay than he got than he's getting in New York, and he he declines that. If it's a guy like Jack Johnson who who left who was traded or. I, I, I don't know, he got out of Columbus and pretty much said he he's excited to join the Pittsburgh Penguins to be a part of a, quote, winning culture. Like, that type of stuff. Yeah. Great. I'll boo you when you come back. Yeah, you deserve that. You deserve it. But, like, a guy like Bob, I'm like, he had many a good years here, one, two Vesnas, and and, you know, when he struggled in Florida at the beginning of his couple first couple of years, was that kind of, like, had a little grin, like, uh, and see, that's why we didn't pay you $10 million. Yeah. But I didn't boo the guy. I just think he had... We had too many good memories of the Bobrovsky. To yeah, sit I don't, there and sit there and boo him. So
1: yeah, I don't, I don't think that he deserved the booze at all. That's or the or that Bobby or the yeah sucked, Bobby chant, sucks. I sorry. guess
0: really, but yeah,
1: but I mean yeah, the, to me that's just you. You can say you're not gonna tell me I will be tell people I'll, I'll tell you i will be a fan. Don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. Keep up. Okay. Don't don't listen to a sports radio talk show that doesn't specify in one sport. They're just kind of like hit pot. I'm like be you know be on top of your knowledge. Don't yeah. don't boo somebody for no or chant you suck
0: at him for no reason. I feel it. I feel it. Uh all right. So also a part of that Florida game, Ken Johnson. I'm liking what I'm seeing, man. I feel like game by game he is really kind of coming into his zone in the National Hockey League. And uh he decided to grow some balls. And uh and attempt the Michigan, which I mean, which I know it's Michigan week. And we, you know, Should we say Michigan? Maybe we say Michigan. I think we say. I mean, yeah. you already said. I did say that word. I'm sorry. You said that letter. Yeah. Uh, he attempted the Michigan, which is. Uh, he just did it again. Oh, uh, Shit. Uh, <laughs> it's also so it's been done by uh, Zegaris out in Anaheim.
1: Yeah. He and then uh, he, yeah, he did it. Or did he actually do it earlier this year? Or that was the one he, that was called offside. Yeah, it was called
0: offside. Okay. And, but it did uh, go in net. It went in net. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's where you are behind the net. You kind of like. Yeah, you kind of pick up the stick, or you pick up your stick with or you pick up the puck with your stick, and you kind of have the puck on your stick. Yeah,
1: you almost lacrosse it. In, yeah, you kind of, yeah,
0: you lacrosse it in the net. And uh, Kent Johnson, like, like I said, gaining more confidence in this league, and uh, he he went for the he went for the old Michigan. And hey, baby, he, he didn't he didn't complete it. No, but I I I enjoyed the fact he attempted it. Oh yeah, like I mean, hey, I can't, baby, come on now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, dude, just imagine if it would have gone in. Right, he better be. Paired up on that. Or he better be a part of that first line the next, very next Yeah, game. I don't even care. He's earned it. When was yeah. the last time a
1: Jackets player did a
0: miss? Never. You heard about it's it? It's never been done. Never. By a Columbus Blue Jacket. You got to give him props. Oh, 100%. This
1: is one of those things. You miss every shot. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. You got... I, Wayne I Gretzky.
0: Give, Wayne Gretzky. Michael Scott. Michael Scott. Yes. Yep.
1: But yeah, I mean, you got you to gotta give him credit for trying that. That's insane.
0: Absolutely, man. Like, I... I love it, absolutely love it, and uh, man, this kid's gonna be special. He's yeah. he had uh, the goal in Florida that he did have uh, the way that goal just transpired. Uh, great shot! I mean, this I'm excited to see it, man. He's he's a young kid, a lot of potential, and we're 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 seeing glimpses, we're seeing glimpses of of what KJ can do. I'm gonna start calling him KJ. That's right. I think that fits yeah. KJ. Yeah. I like. I mean, that. people already do it, but I'm just gonna. Run yeah, with but it. yeah, yeah. Uh, we're seeing glimpses of what what, what he can do so um, yeah I'm, I'm excited for for his future for sure
1: Oh yeah he'll, he'll be a guy to watch if
0: we hang on to him. I hope we hang on to him he'll be a good he'll be a good kid to watch. Oh we're hanging on we better we're hanging on to him um, all right before we get into our uh, next segment we got to talk about our oh, sponsor the Ad music <laughs> yeah this is a part of our brand if you didn't know we got a brand new board. Uh, really
1: cool it does it does everything the last board did but it's just got
0: lights no it doesn't do anything <laughs> the last board did the last board didn't do any of this the, i can actually fade in the music as i'm talking but uh, you know
1: it was really subtle yeah but I, right? I you got excited you had a little grin on you you had a little <laughs> grin you, oh, you can't yeah. see him right now but it, it slowly snuck in ear oh, to yeah. ear
0: all right let's talk about our incredible sponsors uh first off we got Seek geek listen we're trying to go to a blue jackets game a concert wherever it don't matter uh, you can use our promo code CBJA for $20 off. Not Canadian A. Not Canadian the A. The letter A. For artillery. That's what yeah, that's what it stands artillery. for. In case you didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, C-B- yeah, yeah. I just
1: thought we needed an extra letter.
0: No. Well, we kind of did, but yeah, they just added A to, the, A to it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, if you can use uh, you can use our promo code CBJA for $20 off your uh, first time purchase while using that code. You can download the SeatGeek mobile app. You can go on their website, SeatGeek.com. Again, that is CBJA, $20 off. Also, High Bank Distillery, incredible, incredible spirits. They have, uh, my, my personal favorite is their Whiskey War Barrel Proof. Uh, I like to drink that neat or on the rocks, just depends on the day, or with a little splash of diet, it don't matter. So you just like to drink it anyway? Pretty much. It's I'll, a versatile whiskey. It's a very versatile whiskey. I enjoy, I enjoy it very much. They also have, of course, the vodka gin. Uh, They have their own rum as well. Uh, Highbankco.com for more details. They also have two locations. They have one in the Grandview area right across from the Grandview yard. They also have their brand new Gahanna, New Albany location, which I frequent more now because that's in my neck of the woods. I uh, dabble with their smoked old fashions. They light it on fire right in front of you, Braden. Right in front of you. Right in front of you. Oh, yeah. They light it on fire. Can you drink the fire or is it just for show? Probably. It's probably not uh, Recommended. recommended, but you probably could. You try it next time, oh, yeah. There. So, like, they they take off the top of the glass and it just smoke everywhere. Oh, yeah, they smoke a little more. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Really, it's, oh, it's so good. Uh, so highbankco.com for more details. There, a very popular place, probably because of us. Uh, yeah, uh, so like, on weekends, make sure you call ahead for reserve seating. Uh, while you're there, take home some bottles with you. Again, that's highbankco.com. Uh, somebody new we got to talk about. You, you ready for this? Very ready, very ready because I. Hold on, I got the the music gun. Okay. Sorry, it went out on me.
1: Oh, yeah. Somebody knew. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I thought you meant a person. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't even know
0: what you're talking about. I don't know either. I know what you're talking about, though. (laughs) All right. Uh, Hey, listen. Just like a block or two away from old Nationwide Arena is a brand new sports bar called Parlay. They have 100, 100 TVs with premium sound, four private rooms for video boards, an elevated man cave, a sky lodge seating, boots with TV controls. almost like... You ever go to the Damon's back in the day? This is probably way before your time. Yeah, defined back in the day. You got to okay, remember, so i like, 22 years old. Probably 20 years ago. Uh, uh, I can't say I was so in like, Damon's at two years old. Damon's was like the sports bar where you could control the, the TV volume at your, TV, at your table. Hmm. And so you could hear it better. So yeah, anyways... Uh, full restaurant menu, two patios, game room, live DJ, and much, much more. Parlay uh, also is going to be a very pivotal part in the uh, once Ohio gets approved for sports betting. Oh, yeah, you can get uh, your gamble on. You can get your gamble on right there live at Parlay. They are just a couple blocks away from Nationwide Arena. So make sure you check them out on game days right there. Get you get. I mean, come January first, that's when you can like do sports betting. Yeah, that's when Ohio, you can right? legally
1: live bet, put everything in. Come there on that you now, need. you know
0: damn well i won't be there doing that.
1: I'll be there in spirit. I'm not a degenerate <laughs> like you. <laughs> I'm not a degenerate. Not that gambling's degenerate. I'm not it's a, a
0: degenerate. Come good on. money, right yeah, there. Yeah, you can make some good money. Good now. money. Yeah, yeah there's there a couple times I've 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 gone against the jackets and won. Does that You're admitting me, that? Is, yeah, I've already admitted it before. hey, whatever gets you your
1: money. Okay. But yeah, great bar. Love the atmosphere. Been there a couple times.
0: Yeah. No, I uh, may
1: even may even dabble, yeah. may even dabble on a sports bet January first. Oh, I'm going
0: to just sure. to say I did. Oh, for sure. Uh, check them out, ParlayColumbus.com for more details. Check out their hours there. Uh, they're open, you know, for pre games before every Blue Jackets game. You can go there after awards as well. Uh, ParlayColumbus.com, SeatGeek, CBJA, twenty dollars off. Also, HighBankCo.com for more details there. Can fade the music out. I'm fading it, baby. Went well. That was pretty nice, wasn't it? It was really smooth. I like how you did that. Yeah, thank you. All right, I thought those—the first time I think we've actually used music the whole time during an ad read. I thought that sounded great. It did. Yeah. I. Yeah, it did. It was, it was good music. It's, yeah, it's
1: good music for an ad read. Not something I would listen to.
0: Well, no, you don't want to like. I don't know what you listen to, but like, it's got to be like calm, cool, like just you know. Yeah, no, just the just vibe. Yeah. Know? I think it worked great. Yeah, it was aesthetic. All thanks to this new $10,000 board we bought. $10,000. 10, i am sure at home you it can It actually
1: just, I think we made this joke last week. It just does the podcast for us. It
0: does the podcast for us. Like, it literally writes out the script. It's like a teleprompter. We're, yeah. We're just reading what it tells us to say. Yeah. yeah. Which, But, impressive. like, at home, I'm sure you could notice a huge difference. In, oh, yeah. I mean, audio listening quality. Back last week, it was Oh, it's fantastic. It's Like, phenomenal. anytime somebody yells... The board catches it. Should I give it. an example? Not, well, hold on. <laughs> I said the board will catch it and like kind of bring it back down so it doesn't like yeah. peak and blow out your speakers. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, this was 227 uh, episodes in the making, but we've, we got it. 226 was the first one we used it. Relax.
1: You know, the first thing to go when you get old is the mind. That's what they say. <sighs> well, mine's already long
0: gone. <laughs> and that's not because I'm old. That's because of the alcohol. Uh,
1: Whatever you say, man.
0: All right, let's get back into it. Um, all right, so the Blue Jackets are playing the Montreal Canadiens tonight. And uh, we're not going to necessarily talk about the game right now. We're going to come back after the episode. And through uh, podcast magic, it's going to seem like one episode. Yeah. Uh, or just one one take. Yeah. Um, so we're not going to necessarily talk about it right now. But we are going to talk about how it is throwback night at the Schwide. This is the first game that the Columbus Blue Jackets are debuting their new reverse retro jerseys. Uh, They are throwing them back to 2003. Uh, It was the the navy blue jerseys with the black sleeves and the stars and the drawstrings. I mean, I'm sure you can envision it. I'm sure you've already seen it on social media. So I guess I ask this question to both of us. Have our opinions changed now that we see them on the ice? It's softened because let's 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 also me and you are really kind of anti we, we
1: don't like it we do not like this jersey we i do wrote not. a whole article about it you did com. if you want to go check it out shameless plug sh- shameless plug should be having yeah. should be having a few more articles out this week from some of us yeah we should yeah but um but yeah if you want to go check it out just read it and then see how they look on ice you can elaborate make your own opinions but i cannot stand them i know we're outnumbered
0: <laughs> we we're outnumbered barely no i mean there's five of us and it's three to two well that's (laughs) kind of how it is though from the poll that we did we did did a poll when the jerseys first came out we should probably do a poll now that we see them on the ice um because opinions can change I, i mean people you know the red ones for instance when those first came out i liked them but i didn't love them once i saw them on the ice i loved them. oh dude they they were a beautiful beautiful jersey oh yeah
1: and, I mean, even still, those ones are polarizing. Those ones, I hear, are 50-50.
0: They are. They are. But I, it was just so out of the box for the Blue Jackets, especially to a red jersey. So yeah, like, and I, I mean... I absolutely loved it. But looking at them right now on the ice, so we we have the game up, um, I will say I I still don't like them, but I don't hate them as much as I did seeing them in pictures. No.
1: They look a lot better... When Tyler wore his last week, I even said, it looks a little better yeah. on a human-esque shape, you know? Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good way to pull it, put yeah. it. Yeah. It looks better on on somebody's person. And then yeah. even with the pants, the socks, the helmet, the whole uniform makes it look a little better. Still yeah. don't like it.
0: And honestly, uh, like from afar, like the TV angle itself, if you're watching it on TV it almost looks like it's a dark navy blue highlighted by a light blue. Yeah, which I mean I think
1: is better when it's see like right now, up the up close shots make it look black and blue on the TV. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, we said this before we hit before we started again. For what it for what it is by definition of reverse retro, it does it it, it does its job.
0: It did the job. It, it is a it retro
1: is, jersey that has been reversed. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah. it's I in mean, the name.
0: <laughs> it's in the name. So it does its, its
1: job. But I'm yeah. just thinking of just how... I, I don't know. I I just don't think it is a good-looking jersey reverse.
0: There's some things that shouldn't be reversed. Yeah. I, I think that there was a lot of potential for a reverse retro. I just don't think that they completely, completely captured the 2003 one in this one specifically. Um, but it is fitting for this year because the jersey is black and blue, and the Columbus Blue Jackets are also black and blue because they're bruised and injured, the majority of them. So it was pretty much kind of a a, a, a precursor to what we were about to see with this team.
1: Yeah, I mean, so, maybe there's a bit of foreshadowing when yeah. they drop this jersey, but yeah. I mean, my stance hasn't really changed. Not the biggest fan of the jersey. Looks a little better on ice. I, you know... We're stuck with them this year. Can't do anything <laughs> we are. about it now.
0: We are. Uh, maybe I'm being pessimistic. I, I don't know. I just I'm just not a fan. Uh, something else that the jackets are doing tonight that was kind of cool that we noticed in some pictures was they reverse retroed the scoreboard. for tonight, Yeah, which is pretty cool. Uh, I was trying to think of the the terminology for it. So like the one they have right now is an LED board. Yeah. Uh, so it's you know it's you can make whatever the hell you want. In terms of a screen, yeah. Uh, the one from last, uh, from like 2000, I don't know, the early 2000s. Yeah, was it light bulbs that like it formed was? The it was like it was. I know they had like I an actual. Yeah, they had an actual screen. They did. They did so, have the. It but was, like below it where
1: they kept the score. Yeah. No,
0: I think it was. Was we, that like the old like how the, the 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 light bulb just lit up the score?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's what. Believe it or not, I was old enough to remember this. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, I mean, it, the the scoreboard at um. My university's baseball field is still that same. It's literally yeah. just light bulbs that make
0: yeah, the think, shape of I the number. I think that's what the original scoreboard was. And yeah, the Blue Jackets, through the magic of technology, recreated, trans- it. recreated it on the current video board. So that was a, kind of a cool feature for the old reverse retro yeah. night tonight. So I appreciate that. Yeah. And there
1: was, oh, hold on. What is it? I most, we blew past the jerseys. I forgot to mention this tweet. Cracked me up in, in the break. Yeah. It was hysterical. Uh, Kyle's at the game tonight, tweets. He's Am I tweeting? allowed to say that he's running the artillery count? Yes. Is that like <laughs> behind the scenes magic? Nobody mm-hmm. knows. <laughs> it's a, it's our soundboard that runs it. <laughs> yeah. The soundboard's doing everything for us now. Yeah. Yeah. But Kyle tweets towards the end of the first period, almost 16 minutes into the game, and the only thing to report is that there's nothing to report. Um I'll give I'll give him a quick shout out because the tweet cracked me. Oh, up. Yeah,
0: you got to give the shout out. Brandon the plug.
1: Sagstetter. I hope I'm saying that right, at B Sagstetter. Uh, responded with except these jerseys can double as trash bags. (laughs) So
0: you got to look at the positives.
1: Yeah, the positives. Yeah. And this guy, that guy fucking gets it. I'm a big fan <laughs> of that guy now.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, uh, you know, there's not a lot happening, but he saw the, the the bright spot, the positive in today's game, and that is that the jerseys can double as a trash bag.
1: Exactly. But, yeah, yes. back to your point about the rest <laughs> of the – I forgot to totally – I totally forgot to mention no, that. No, you're I,
0: good. You're good. The, I wouldn't go as far as saying they're a trash bag. No, uh, but it was – But I know it, you are. Yeah, that's it, fine. It was a good tweet. But, you know, uh, so yeah, back
1: to the other reverse – or the retro aspects of tonight. What do they have? They had an early 2000s warm-up playlist?
0: Uh, yeah, the music has been uh, early 2000s, so, you know. Again, you were probably, what, two years old?
1: Uh, it depends on what you define as early 2000s.
0: Well, let's just throw it back to 2003 when these jerseys came out. So. Yeah,
1: no, wasn't wasn't listening to much me. I was probably yeah. listening to, um, <laughs> what is it? Uh, listening to a lot of VeggieTale songs probably yeah. at three years old.
0: Oh, Where's My Hairbrush? banger. Oh, I know, dude. Come on now. Martha Manatee? I know all of it. Classic. Uh, veggie tales or they those things uh it don't matter how old you are. No, I I will sing it no matter what. Yeah,
1: no, I will know those songs by heart. Uh-huh. I know them all at that.
0: Uh all right. <laughs> so anyways, if if you you know Growing up in some Christian households, <laughs> yeah, you know the Veggie Tales, okay? Yeah, veggie t- Bible Man, another good one. Not <laughs> oh not as many songs, but it's a knockoff yeah, lightsaber. Superhero. Yeah, <laughs> I remember Bible Man. Yeah, yeah. Come on now, come on, come on. Come on. One. Right. <laughs> right. one. Relax, stop that. Uh, all right, so uh, I don't know if I have like any breaking news music. I guess it's not think, really breaking. Do, 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 no, do. but like I have the cool board, and I don't want to think about it. Well, you should have planned better. What's this one? Kinda.
1: Yeah, it, it, it'll serve. It's
0: more it, game showy.
1: Yeah, it, a little bit, but, you know, it'll, it'll do the job for tonight. You can play yeah. the crickets.
0: Came programmed on the soundboard. Yeah. All right, I'm going to stop that. It's not really breaking <laughs> the news. <laughs> the intro. Uh, yeah, it was just the intro. Uh, so the Blue Jackets have uh, been linked to a potential trade. Uh, it hasn't happened, so we're not breaking anything. I just wanted the music to be kind of, you know, dramatic. Uh, but so, I mean, it's no secret that the Columbus blue jackets, uh, we kind of talked about it earlier in the podcast. We have mentioned it many times this year. Uh, we're definitely lacking in terms of center depth and, and there's no way around it. You can have the Boone Jenner. You can have the Cole cylinder, the Rosovic, the Corrali, whatever there's, you know, there's just not that true number one center and the blue jackets, uh, per Elliot Friedman on the 32 thoughts podcast, which you have not, if you have not listened to this podcast, Friedman is a very credible guy, uh, within the NHL world. Uh, he's has you know he's always breaking the, the trades on on trade deadline day. Uh, he has a lot of the inside scoops. He knows a lot of things within the league, and uh, it's been rumored that the Columbus Blue Jackets have been a team mentioned in acquiring potentially Bo Horvat from the uh, Canucks. Now, if you don't know much about Horvat, I, you should get to know him. Not saying he's coming to Columbus. No, but no, just, don't, don't allude to that. He's a good hockey player. Yeah. Um, In in uh, how many season nine seasons now he has 185 career goals, 387 career points. Uh, He has 15 goals already this season. He had 31 last season, 19 the year before, 22 before that, so on and so forth. Um, I guess the main question would be here: Would it make sense for us to do it? Because at what expense? are we going to have to, <laughs> to, to give up for a player of that caliber? Because he can be a number one guy, and Columbus needs a number one guy. And I guess it all kind of depends on the needs of a, of a team like the Vancouver Canucks. And it's they're going to be asking a lot. I feel like Sillinger could be on the board, a Johnson, a Yurchek, maybe Gavrikov gets thrown in there because we've heard trade rumors surrounding him recently, some draft picks potentially. Is it worth it to try to make this work? Um, or do we let this young core develop because we are still in this rebuild? so is there a, is there a point in, in, in pushing this along and making it happen by giving up some of this talent, this youth that we do have?
1: I'll be I had to look up exactly how old he was because I think that weighs in on my answer.
0: I think it's situational.
1: I think it depends on who we give up, what we have to give up. If we have to give up draft picks, because I mean he's only twenty seven.
0: Oh yeah, he's 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 in, rel- he's he's entering young. he's entering the prime of his yeah, career. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I think, I think if like you said, if we are truly after that number one center type guy that we that could really kind of bolt down our first line, then yeah, absolutely. I think he's worth it if we have to give up maybe. As much as I hate to say, it, maybe maybe a year a check, maybe a Kent Johnson, maybe a Sillinger, maybe Gavrikov, who's not necessarily as young as those guys, not as many years left in his career. Granted, he's not old, but I mean, but means. Gavrikov,
0: if Gavrikov was to be a part of a trade like that, he'd be part of a package. Because yeah, no, absolutely, you're no, not. We're you're not, not doing one for one. No, not there. There's not, there's not one of these guys that you just mentioned that would go one no. for one. Uh, yeah. um, and I don't think the Jackets are willing to part ways with Johnson at all. No uh, I don't think they're willing to part ways with Cole Sier. I think that's one of Yarmo's prized possessions in yeah. terms of a draft pick as yeah. well as I think Ken Johnson's going to emerge into that and I don't think they're
1: willing to part ways with Erich
0: I don't think so either because our def- our defense is struggling there's no yeah. there's no way around that. So to to bolster up that D line and, and a guy like Yurchek that we just drafted, I don't think Yarmo wants to do that either. No, I, I don't, don't I don't think any of it really makes sense. But we have seen the Yarmo Kekka line in time and time and again pull oh, off some miracle insane trades. trades that involve players that we didn't even have on our radar to be involved in. Not at all. So I, I don't rule out the possibility of it, but at the same time if what the, if what names are being kind of rumored or linked, uh, are, are in fact you know the, the guys that we had just mentioned, I don't think Yarmo pulls the plug on anything involving those handful of guys. No,
1: I think those are definitely guys Yarmol
0: wants to keep and kind of build around. Yeah. Um. Let this let this core group of young guys just work together and figure it out, and you know, in a year or two, we'll see where we're at. I don't I don't think yeah. you just dismantle uh, a team that. This team that Yarm has been trying to put together for a couple years now, as these players now yeah. get to this point in, in 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 the league, like I feel like you just you just gotta let it happen, not force it. Granted, yeah, it'd be great to have a guy like Bo Horvat. I would love to have him on this team,
1: but yeah,
0: at, again, at what cost? And I just don't want to ruin a good thing going that we potentially do have. Yeah,
1: like like I said, I think it's situational. It depends on. Granted, I don't have obviously the. Hockey mind or the trade mind that Yarmo has.
0: Nobody does. No, In terms does. of the trade
1: mind. No. But, so, I mean, I think it's situational. I think it depends if it makes sense on who we're giving up, what we're giving up, how many draft picks, what year the draft picks, what round. Like, I don't think we sacrifice a lot of early round picks just to keep these guys and to get Horvat. But I also don't think it's worth it to get rid of two of these guys and a draft pick for Horvat. Yeah. I, I mean, I... There's definitely a trade in there somewhere that I think makes the most sense for both parties involved, but I, I just—it's
0: a very political answer of you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> I, I think like I think that's the best way to put it. I think that's. Yeah. I don't think that's a guy you look at and be like, no, we don't want him or we don't need him. I think. It, yeah. I think there is a trade somewhere between those two teams that makes sense for both of them, that I think we may look at and be like. We gave up a lot, but we got this guy in return,
0: yeah. so and also, you know Vancouver's another team that is struggling this year. they're six, ten, and three. so uh, they're gonna have some needs to they're 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 gonna be trying to maybe get younger, get quicker, get faster. i don't I don't know what their uh, what their end goal is in the in the players that they're trying to acquire, but um you know, they're other yeah, they're a team that's uh, not off to a good start this year, so they might be trying to acquire as many pieces as possible to build for the future so. Uh, I don't know man. It's uh it's interesting to uh you know Columbus being linked to that. Columbus was also linked to you know um what's his face from Arizona? That uh, defenseman Chickren. Chickren, um, Yeah, and nothing came of that. So this could just be talk. This I I, I don't know, but uh to have Elliot Friedman on 32 Thoughts mention that, you know, yeah. it makes sense for Columbus and and hearing that uh you know there could possibly have been interest shown from Columbus is in, is very interesting to think yeah. about. So yeah. All right. So through the magic of podcasting and uh, watching the Montreal game, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're moving on to the next segment, and that is the Montreal game that we just witnessed here on Wednesday night, uh, Thanksgiving Eve, and the Blue Jackets unfortunately could not get the dub tonight no. versus the Montreal Canadiens. They fall to them three to one. Um, there were a couple takeaways from the game we can kind of talk about. Overall, really not a lot to talk about. I would say the first two periods completely, just blah hockey. Yeah, I mean, uh, they didn't play bad, didn't play good. It yeah, was just, there was just nothing really. Uh, it was just hockey. Just hockey. It's just nothing crazy. It was bland. It was whatever. To what you kind of said there, Braden, nothing bad, nothing good. It was just kind of boring. It's, it's just hockey, which is fine because that's they didn't give up five goals. And they, but they also uh, didn't score five. Goals. Exactly. So, you know, nothing happened there, but the, uh, one takeaway from the, kind of the, uh, of, of those two periods, Gabranson, uh, got hit against the boards and then just absolutely manhandles, uh, Piazza there. You love to see it. Gabranson, obviously he brought in for his size, brought in for, you know, his physical attributes yeah. as a hockey player. And uh, we haven't seen a lot of him in terms of what he can do in in, in that realm and that and in, in, in fighting, and he absolutely just obliterated, uh, obliterated his opponent there. So oh yeah, big I mean, fan of that. But you love to see a good fight. in hockey. I love old time hockey. You got You love you love you to know, see fights in hockey. If we're not going to win the game, beat it, somebody's ass. Entertain me. Entertain me. The so
1: only sport where you can legally beat somebody's ass. Yeah, you get a you get a penalty. You get a penalty, but you can you're not getting timeout. Get, you Ain't gonna but get suspended. But nobody's gonna stop
0: the fight. No. Well, you, you know, if it's on if you're if it's like Cam Atkinson versus Tom Wilson, they'll stop it. But Man, you know if, you know.
1: But it's, I mean, you know, in general, yeah. But I mean, you get what I'm saying. It's a sport where you are allowed
0: to just throw punches. So do it. You know, yeah. do it more. Exactly. We're not seeing that as much in the league, and I hate it. Yeah. All right. Don't be scared. Old time hockey. Bring it back. Branson brought it back tonight. Trying to bring a little energy, a little life into the building, and uh, he didn't do that. So uh,
1: I would say he did. I would say the schwey didn't react.
0: Well, you know, the, the Schwede reacted. The fans got into it. And the team didn't. That's what I'm saying. The team didn't yeah, react. Yeah, because Gabrinson
1: beat his ass.
0: Yeah. Oh, he did. Um, the, 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 the team didn't really react in the second, but I think he was trying to get the team to get, to get them going. just didn't, it, didn't yeah. work. Uh, anyways, moving on to the third period of the game. Again, we're at 0-0. Olivier, who we mentioned... At the beginning of this episode, kind of... Maybe,
1: maybe we're smart. Maybe
0: we're a little knowledgeable about the game of hockey. Maybe we know a little bit about the Jackets He'll and the game singing. of hockey. You know, old Olivier, who we were talking about, giving uh, singing, our, singing our praises to him earlier about how he's kind of making himself a little more noticeable in the game. Uh, he, he came away with an unassisted goal. He made it one nothing Jackets. Uh, he was kind of gifted the puck there in the center of the ice and just absolutely fired a... A laser right there into the net. You'd love to see it. Absolutely. Uh jackets go up one, nothing. But then as did blue jackets typically do, they give up a goal right away. We cannot <laughs> score.
1: I have a theory. We cannot I don't know. I don't think this is anything groundbreaking. I don't think we can score a goal without giving one up.
0: It seems that way. I mean, listen, the fact that we're throwing back to two thousand three in these jerseys, <laughs> um, it's just it's very two thousand three of the blue jackets. It's, yeah. It's very it's uh, it's very uh, the Blue Jackets are just prone to doing this. Uh, yeah. We score a goal, we give up a goal, ten seconds, thirty seconds, a minute later, and that's what we did. Yeah. And then, and then it took no time at all for for the old uh, Montreal Canadiens to make it two to one. Of course, it came off the skate of Davis Savard. Not a distinct kicking motion. A lot of times there can be a distinct kicking motion there. DK Amos, what they shorten it. Uh, If it goes off the stick and it looks like the player kicked it in the net, they're going to disallow it. This one, Davis Savard just planted firmly. Didn't kick it in. Just went off his stick. This one in. Or went off his skate, and it is what it is. Unfortunately, it was 2-1. Then the, uh, you know, I will give Johnny Gaudreau credit here. Midway through the third, he was trying to kind of – he team. tried to take over. He tried to take over. He put the team on his back or Was trying to. He had some very good opportunities, very good looks. Unfortunately, just could not capitalize. Could not close. And uh, I, I appreciate what Johnny Gaudreau because I mean, what he was trying to do. He's a raw talent. He, he's a guy that can take over. Unfortunately, he just didn't have enough help out there uh, to take over and and lead the charge. Yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah, the jackets end up falling three to one. We the the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, get an empty netter to make that 3 yeah. 1. So uh, unfortunate. And uh, I, th- I think what we need to do moving forward following this game, because we did lose, is officially burn the brand new reverse retro jerseys. Because obviously, we're not going to Obviously, win them. we're 0 and 1. We're 0 and 1. We're 0 and 1. We got to get rid of them. We got to get rid of them. I think there's no shot in hell we ever win in them. And yeah. uh, I it's mean, just a bad omen. I think that's one
1: takeaway. Uh-huh. And then to make it quick. Again, big fan of burning those jerseys. Never wear them again. We should get rid of the whole line. Mm-hmm. Get rid of all the jerseys. Anybody that bought a reverse retro, give it back. <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get a full refund. <laughs> you'll get a full refund. We just heard
0: from the blue line.
1: We just heard. They just told us, <laughs> yeah. breaking news, give it back. Uh-huh. I think the second takeaway outside of that, that's the main takeaway. Yeah. Again, I think the inexperience shows in this game.
0: Yeah. It's, I think It's going to. It's yeah, going it's
1: going to. to. Like we said, we can't be mad with how we're playing. We are young Way younger than initially even we were. Yeah. Let me try that again.
0: You'll get there. Find, find it. We're way younger find than it. we were initially supposed to be. Correct.
1: And we were already one of the youngest teams in hockey. Found it. That's it. Yeah. That, that inexperience is going to show. We don't my know how to carry eight. momentum. Yeah. We don't know how to play with the lead. We don't know how to
0: play. And listen, like, yeah. you can obviously hold a standard to, to your to your team, right? Like, you can expect your team to go out there and perform at 110% and and do the best that they can do. But my God... What was the count today? Nine players. I th- we I took a picture. Yeah, of. you did. Um, let me not, uh, let me just pull it up really quick yeah. before we end this episode. Yeah, uh, I not think to it, say we're gonna end it right now. But no, but I think it was what was it? I think it was eight or nine players. We're at nine, so we got uh, Zach Rewinski, Adam Boquist, year. Nick Blankenberg, Jake Bean, Justin Danforth, Jakub Vorchek, Patrick Line, Yegor Chinnikov, Elvis merz Lincoln's. Like, listen, <laughs> I, I'm okay with being frustrated about the situation in terms of the players that are injured. Yeah. But the ones that are on the ice right now, like I can't be mad. No, they're, I mean, they're like, I, like, I, I, you can hold the team to a certain expectation, right? You, you, you expect them no matter what injury or not. You're at the NHL, you're at an NHL level. So you should be performing at that level. Exactly. But there comes a time where you're just going to get outmatched and, and mm-hmm. that's going to happen. And that's happening right now because we're so damn young and experienced and we're just filling holes right now. Exactly. I mean, we
1: can't, we're we're basically just putting bodies in in, in spots <laughs> to replace uh-huh. broken bodies. Yeah. I mean, these guys are stepping up. They've definitely showed that they can play. Yeah, at this we level. talked about that too. Yeah, they absolutely can. But I mean, like we said, that inconsistency is going to be a consistent thing. Yes, that's um, good.
0: That was a good way to put it. Yeah, inconsistency yeah. is going to
1: be inc- that, is going to be consistent. That Fifty
0: thousand dollars a year, Autobahn Education is absolutely. really paying off for you. Yeah,
1: you know that's why I went to school for five years instead of four. I wanted to get <laughs> extra smart. But, You're yeah, doing so,
0: really good about that. Yeah, I, I yeah. appreciate that.
1: But yeah, I mean, yeah. that inconsistency is going to be pretty consistent throughout this year until we get the full healthy roster back. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're just going to have to take it in stride, deal with the ups, deal with the downs, celebrate the ups, learn from the downs. But
0: It's going to be a roller coaster.
1: It is. And I still think there's, I think I tweeted it out. I didn't get a lot of interaction. I, I don't know if people were just asleep. It was after a game.
0: <laughs> I'm still very confident this season. Yeah. You I think still gotta build your artillery Twitter. Current.
1: Yeah, I do. I only, I only have a couple. of you, know. you guys following me at, at Braden ten. If you guys shameless, shameless, yeah, shameless shout out. Yeah, shameless plug, plug. Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, if but yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot to be confident for, a lot to hope for in this season. We just got to deal with the ups and downs as they come.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate. It sucks. I hate it. Yeah, so I, much, so much expectation about the start of this season, just for it to Ugh. down the shitter yeah. immediately. But it's fine. It's fine. This is fine.
1: This is fine. It's like the I know you're a little bit older. You know that meme with
0: a dogs. That's what I was referencing.
1: Good. I'm proud of you. Jesus Christ. I am proud of you. That
0: fucking old, Braden. You're old enough.
1: But yeah, you know this is fine. The room's on fire, but it's
0: fine. This is fine. Yeah. Oh well, Jack is fall three one to Montreal. Uh, hey little boomers, thanks for listening to episode two twenty seven. We appreciate you. Uh. We'll be back with our regular crew probably next week. You know, a little Thanksgiving holiday action. Not that you're not a part of the regular crew. Yeah, I was Great. about to say. I'm sorry, sorry. I did. I did. Wasn't trying to exclude you there.
1: Yeah, I think I'm part of the. I'm just normally not on mic. Exactly. I'm. I'm. I'm like the, the MythBusters B team.
0: What does? What did you say? MythBusters B team. You don't remember that? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I'm B team. Okay. Yes. We'll go with that. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back next week with the full house. Until then, little boomers, enjoy your Thanksgiving week. Your probably your long weekend, your holiday. If you hate your family, you know, listen to more of our episodes. Pop in your uh, your earbuds. Is that what they call them? Earbuds, ear, ear I, iPods. I yeah, the iPods. Yeah. You know, the ear pods. earpods, earpods. Is That's that what, what I was is. looking
1: for? Earbud. I think earbuds works. Headphones, mm, earbuds, right. earpods. Whatever you, yeah. whatever you be listening on. We got
0: two hundred and twenty six other episodes you can listen to during your your turkey day. So. All right, we're out of here. Goodbye.